Okay, everybody, say, welcoming everybody here, trying to get prepared for the uh, Holy Yontif of Purim, Tov Shin Ayin Test, Bez Hashem Yisbarach. And we're going to uh, use this as an opportunity to combine what we normally do on Tuesday nights of Let's Learn to Daven, and we're going to combine it with the Megillah. Now, I'd like everybody who has the Megillah in front of him to please open up to um, Periches. Pasuk Aleph. We're going to try to go through um, Perik Ches right now, and then we'll uh, and a little bit of Perik Tes, and then I'd like to uh, show you what I would like to uh, speak about. Bayemahu Ches Aleph. Bayemahu Nosan Amelach Hashverus Esther Amalkias Beis Haman Sora Yehudim. One of the easiest svarim in all of Tanakh to translate, just a simple meaning to translate is the Megillah, one of the easiest, and Megillah's Rus, also very easy, in comparison to Shira Shirim, and to Eicha, and to, uh, and to, um, and to Koheles, and to Yeshai, and to Yemiah, and to Yecheskel, and, and uh, many of the other Svarim. Bayemahu, Nasan HaMelech, Hashir, Shesra, Malkis, Beis, Homan, Tzara, Yehudim. Umardachai, Bolof, Neamelech, Kigid, Esther, Mahula, Esther told, Achashverosh said, Mordechai is her uncle, her cousin. And the king took off the ring, which was on Homan's hand. And Esther, Now, big tumult here, and uh, many people say that all of Homan's assets, Homan was the second wealthiest person in the world, all went to Mordechai. Esther continued and spoke to the king. She fell to his feet. She cried. And she beseeched him to remove the evil of Homanagogi. She is begging. This is after Nosan Amalek Hashverosh Esar is based on. But he didn't get it yet? She got it. And she's on the floor begging. What's she begging for? Hashverosh didn't get it yet. One second, I'm sorry. But what does this say? We don't stress this passage too much in the Megillah. We stress the first time. When Esther went to the king, without permission. Famous scene that everybody tries to picture, the, the, the golden scepter. What about this time? He put out the golden scepter, she stood up. Was she in Sakonis the Foshes at this time, like the first time? The Pashas from the words of the Apostle, yes. Mantis of Sakonis the Foshes. That's right. Ah. So what's she doing over here on the floor crying, begging, pleading? Write a letter. Cancel the first letter. This is the Pasuk we read with the Yechachah. This is read with the Eichat right? 
I'm not saying I'm not. I'm into the in my name, with my signet ring, what did Mordechai ask the one Homer to do? Send out a letter saying that the first letter is null and void. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. Why wouldn't he do that? Please take a look at Rashi. I'm Pasuk Ches. Uh, first read, I'll read the Pasuk. Yeah, we just read it. I can't, I can't renounce the letter. It's not nice. It's not nice. It was a Jew. His name was Rabbi Weissmandel. You ever hear Rabbi Weissmandel? He was a hero, an incredible hero during the Holocaust. His father-in-law was the Nitra Rav, the Rav of Nitra. When they started sending out everybody, the Nazi Shabbat Shimon were incredible, hiding everything from everybody else. And Weissmandel found out what's going on with the trains. So he told his father in law, he's going to the, I think it was a cardinal, or maybe a bishop. He's going to speak to him to tell him. Send him to labor. They're going to their death. Or maybe he didn't know, maybe he thought the crowd, I think, I'm sorry, that the rice model knew the conditions on the trains were very crowded, and he thought, he said, like, ease up on the conditions on the train. So his father told him, don't go. Nothing's going to happen. So uh, he said to his father-in-law, what do you mean, don't go? I'm trying to save Jewish lives. People are dying on the trains. He didn't know people were getting killed afterwards. So his father-in-law said, I'm telling you not to go. He didn't listen to his father He went. His father was telling him, God, he didn't listen. He didn't listen. What happened? He gets to the bishop's house and he says, uh, I want to. Um, the women are on this side. It's fine. Come in. The, the, um, he says to the bishop, I, I want to talk to you about a uh, about, uh, life threatening issue. So the bishop said, I can't talk today. It's a, it's a holiday for us and I can't talk Sichas Chulin. I can't talk Sikha Shulin. So it said, you don't need to say for it, sorry, just said. So Weiss Mandel said, Weiss Mandel said, Sikha Shulin, I'm talking about saving people's lives. He said, saving people's lives? I'm going to tell you what's going on in the camps. And he described to him in detail what's going on in the camps. And he said, we're happy about what's happening. What kind of Lushin is Rashi saying? Ain't no, it's not nice. What's well, not nice? What do you mean it's not nice? I'm talking about saving the Jewish people. There's a letter out there to kill all the Jews. You're hacking me about nice? Doesn't. Oh, ain't no. Let's continue. Mordechai called all the scribes. Huchaydish Sivan, the month of Sivan, on the third, on the twenty-third day of the month of Sivan. Can you explain to me what day was Mordechai killed? I mean, Haman, excuse me. What day was Haman killed? Who? Oh? What day, rather? What day? 15th. The Shiloh, the 14th or the 15th of Adar. Okay. 13th, 14th or the 15th of Adar. But they didn't have internet, so they had to start in Sivan. 
14th, 14th, one second. Why in the world did it take till the 23rd day of Sivan, 70 days later, to send out the second letter? What were they doing for 70 days? What, what happened for 70 days? What do you think, Brad? What happened? They came to Akashur, she said, can we send out? No. Wait, wait, no, no, wait, wait, no, no, 70 days. You know by the time they sent out the letter, the couriers had come back already who had delivered the first letter. What is going on here? Let's continue. They can stand up to defend themselves. They can defend themselves. On the 13th day, that they should defend themselves on the 13th day of the month of Adar. And the signs were hung up and Shushan Abira of the second letter. The second letter. That's only in Shushan. Correct. No, it's the second day, the second letter was hung up in Shushan on the 23rd day of Sivan. Now, are the Jewish people still in danger? Of course. Yes or no? Yes, of course. You want to say yes, of course. Why are they still in danger? They didn't get the decree out of the whole place. There were pogroms happening all the time. And there's still pogroms happening. Maybe the letters wouldn't get there. Who knows what's going to happen? We spoke about this on Shabbos. The Yerushan was happy. Not happy. Can anybody explain to me what is going on here? They made a party with the people who were given permission to destroy the Jews. Dead? No. Some of them haven't even gotten the letters yet, as was just mentioned, correctly so. So what are we partying for? As you say in Yiddish, what's going on here? Good also. What's going on here? Very difficult to understand what's going on. Very difficult to understand what's going on. What is going on? Then it says in capital tests, well, I should say the first passage of we don't even know what Nishantif is. Celebrating what? Who's not here anymore? Yeah. I mean, not they're not celebrating that. 
It says when the letter got out, they started celebrating. Good, you want to say they were celebrating because Haman was dead? Could be. Even some, even some non-Jews uh, converted. Is this, is this, I'm asking you a question. Here's my question. I've had this question for a few decades. Is this the time to celebrate? Were the majority of Jews in Shushan area? No. In the 12th month, on the 13th day of the month, the 13th day of Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now what happened on the 13th day of Adar? War. Murder. Killings. They didn't know it was going to happen for sure. The grain were afraid of them. The grain were afraid of them. They lifted up the Jews. They were in war. They were killing people. And in Shushan Abira they killed 500 men. And, yes, Pashan Dosov, yes, Dosov, yes, Dosov, yes, Dosov, This is gruesome work. They had a guarantee. Who was killing who? The Jews were killing the Goyim. Was there a guarantee that's going to work? Jews, by nature, are not people who like to kill people. Nor could they annihilate. Absolutely. I just learned today they killed 500 men. Many of them were nobles of the nobility who worked for Achashverosh. A number of them were Amalekim. But Tom Esam Amalek Tov. They killed another 300 in Shushan. And then the numbers came back. What are the numbers? They killed 75,000 people. This is on the 13th and the 14th. But on the 23rd of Seven when they sent out the letter, they're celebrating. What's going on here? That's the kasha I'd like to talk about. Who was celebrating? And what does it mean in Pasik Tezayin? Umarachay Yosel Zayi Amelach Belavush Malchus Cheles Vechuv Aterazov Gedoyilu Vesachrit Butz Vagoban Beyashushan Tolu Vesamecha. What is that? What's going on here? I saw a medrash. I saw a medrash. I never saw this before. When Mordechai was given charge of Haman's assets, he became the second wealthiest person in the world after Achashverosh. I saw a medrash. You know where he was for the next 70 days? Like it says, we just read. And then until the 23rd, where was Mordechai? He never left the palace. You know why he never left the palace, Mordechai? He says in the Medrash. 
he was afraid he'd be killed by the Goyim. Well, you think everybody was so excited that the Jew got all of Haman's assets and became the viceroy? You think they were excited about that? I have a feeling they were not excited about it. I have a feeling we're not excited. So what's going on? And why did Mordechai finally come out? So the Medrash says that Mordechai finally came out. Medrash, some Rishonim, some Achorinim compiled together said that Mordechai finally came out because he wanted to be Mechazic the Jews. The Jews were also scared. Pardon the word, but I'm going to use it to be a little graphic for a moment. You think they trusted the uh, bimbo in the office as the king of the land? First he sent out one letter, then he sent out another letter, he killed his wife. They thought he was out of his mind. Maybe they had letters going around that should impeach him. That's Chazal say. Now, I'd like to say a Kiddush. I've never said this before. And as I've said a number of times in show, I want to say a Kiddush. And if you find it, I would really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Last week, Tuesday night, if you remember, those people were in the, let's learn the Davenshire. We were learning the following Pasuk. Pasuk in Tillam. Uh, in Tillam, which is found in Howell. We say this Pasuk in Howell. Every time we say Howell, we say this Pasuk. And for a while, this Pasuk was a very popular song. Songs go in and out and lose their popularity for some reason. Here's the Pasuk. Kol Korino, Korino Vishua, Korino Vishua, Violet Sadikim. Kol Korino, the sound of rejoicing. Yeshua and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. So ask Rukhan Kinevsky, when does a person sing? After salvation. It should say, call Yeshua Verina. Or Yeshua the Korina. Not Korina of Yeshua. That's Rukhan Kinevsky's kasha. Hamkiewski has a pirish on the sitter. That's his kasha. Then there's another kasha. Zamru Lashem Chasidov. This is in Mizmashir Chanukah Sabayas Ladover. Make music to Hashem Chasidov. His devout ones. For Hodu Kocho. And give thanks to his holy name. First you give thanks, and then you sing. You don't sing and then give thanks. Same kasha. So Chaim Kinevsky, Shlita, answers and says that that a tzaddik or 
a chassid has the ability to celebrate before the Yeshua because he has bitochen. Korina of Yeshua? Korina of Yeshua. So we asked, and I really, it's, it's an incredible insight, incredible aura on David Melech twice. They're singing before the thanking, they're singing before the salvation. And the answer is that a person who's a tzaddik can be a Balbitochen and, and sing before the um, Yeshua. I don't understand. So a, so a person who's a Balbitochen should, I'm going to be graphic for a moment, excuse me, should he be singing in the cattle cars on the way to the concentration camps? Is that what it means? Because a Balbitochen, he's singing before the Yeshua. Sounds very difficult that that's what it means. So, what does it mean? So, I'd like to posit a Kiddush, and I repeat, if you can find it, I would be greatly appreciative. The Jewish people in Shushan at the time of the Megillah sinned. They went to the party of Achishurish. And Mordechai was upset with them. And for those people who knew, it wasn't this gala to everybody, but Esther was taken to the palace. And then comes a point where a decree is sent. All Jews should be killed. All Jews should be killed. Don't forget, the Pesach says quite clearly, Harotzim the first time, they went out with Varamelach Vadosnit Nobishushanavira, Varamelach Vahoman Yoshru Lishtais. Anybody know the next three words by heart? Vohir Shushan Novoicha. Not the Megillah Nigan. The Echa Nigan again. It went from Yer Shushan Novoicha to Yer Shushan Tzalavasamecha. And I never understood it. Tzalavasamecha is before the Muhammad. Before the Megillah. Granted, Haman's dead. But they're not freed. <coughs> so I would like to say, <coughs> a Baal is a person who sees the light begin to shine in the darkness. A Baal does not have to wait for sunrise. A Baal can start celebrating at Amun HaShachar. At Amun HaShachar. He can start celebrating at Amun HaShachar. But it takes Betochen to do that. Mordechai did not come out of the palace for 70 days because he wasn't sure if he was going to survive Haman's friends who wanted him dead. And then there's a Shiloh, but some say that Mordechai came out of the palace after 70 days to be Mechazek the Jews. Because the Jews were living in Shushan, still under the gun, nothing went out to be Mavatal the decree that was mailed out by Achashirish initially. Nothing went out to be Mavatal that decree. That decree is still on the books. Everybody's gathering guns weapons, obviously, to get rid of the Jews. 
Haman was just killed. A lot of angry people out there. Haman had a lot of fans. He was a powerful person. Very nice that Achashverosh gave all of Haman's estate and his wealth to Mordechai. What was he going to do with it? If he couldn't walk outside because the fans were going to get killed. Then Mordechai made a decision. After being appointed Prime Minister and Viceroy in Homan's palace, Mordechai had stayed inside the palace for months, concerned about retaliation by Homan's friends, and uninterested in glory and honor for their own sake. But now things are changing. With the letters sent out to the entire empire, the danger to the Jewish people had abated to a great degree. It wasn't over. Now the message had to be reinforced, and Mordechai knew that nothing would be as effective as showing himself to the public in his full regalia. What was his regalia? It says, excuse me, it says, And you know what else he went out with? Besides the crown and everything else he was wearing? What? Anybody else know what else he went out with? He also went out with Tefillin. Can anybody think of somebody that's comparable who goes out with a full regalia of all types of clothing and wearing tefillin also? Crane Gadol. He had a tzitz on his forehead and there was space left for the tefillin. He had a hat on his head. He had a tzitz on his forehead and in between there was tefillin. There was tefillin. Mordechai went out in full regalia and the Jewish people saw, look at that. We're not going to get killed. Mordechai is going out in full regalia. We're not going to get killed. Or maybe we are going to get killed. Or maybe we're going to kill. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Is it possible to say that sometimes we express our Muna and Bitochen even when we're only rounding third base and we haven't gone home yet. It looks like a homer. It smells like a homer. It tastes like a homer, but it's not a homer yet. And maybe... By doing that, that goofer brought about that everybody got home. That goofer brought about the salvation. If you can express the bitochen at the beginning of the light, and you don't have to wait for the complete light, not at the beginning of it's sorrow. At the beginning of it's sorrow is sackcloth. It's sackvafer at the beginning of it's sorrow. But you don't have to get all the way to the simcha to be able to be misameach. If you're a Baal talking when it looks like it's going to happen, that's also a sign to do it. Lahavdal Elif Elif Alfei Avdolas. As most of you know, I come from Boston. In Boston, there was a basketball team called the Boston Celtics. They had a, a long run of winning NBA championships. Does anybody know who the coach was of this illustrious team? Red Auerbach. Red Auerbach. 
a Jew, his minig was that at the end of the fourth quarter, when he felt that the game was secure, he would light up a cigar. That was his minig. Very few times in the history did he ever light up a cigar and the Celtics lost. It was debilitating for the other team, but it was a chizik for the Celtics. That he believed in them, they're going to win. It was debilitating for the Goyim, for Mordechai to walk out that way. But he walked out that way because it was a chizik godel for the Yidin. What gave Mordechai the ability? Korina of Yeshua. He didn't have to wait for the Yeshua. He was Korina before the Yeshua. Zabul Hashem Chasidov, for Hoydo he was singing before the Hoido. And maybe that carried the day. Everybody was still a little scared. And he wanted to bring the Jews home before the salvation. And it says, He injected them at this point. They had Oira Simcha Sosan Vikor. And last week we also said, and I'd like to add, that Rosham Shafal Hirsch has an addendum in his explanation, addendum. He, you could say that he's like, so far what Reb Chaim Kiryevsky Shlita said, but Reb Chaim Rosham Shafal Hirsch said so. Korina Vishua, what's the next words? Yolei Tzadikim. Korina Vishua Yolei Tzadikim. Zakhar Rosham Shafal Hirsch. If it's called Rina Vishua, if there's Bitochen in the Ali Tzadikim, he says that can spread and give Chizuk to the Jewish people. And he says an amazing thing. That can spread and be able to affect the non-Jewish people as well. Look at those Jews. Look how they conduct themselves. Look what happened to them. Haman had sent out a decree to, this, to destroy the wall, and Haman's hanging by a tree in the middle of Shushan. And it says, the Rabbi Miami many of them converted, got to Shaila. How many converted really wholeheartedly? How many converted partially? Whatever was going on. But they converted. They converted. I'm wondering, are these Psukim a reflection? of what Hashem wants and what David HaMelech mentioned that Korina of Yeshua is a possibility that was a possibility as Chaim says that's a possibility that's a, that's a Balbi Tochen and you can have an effect so I'm saying you can have one can have an effect of Korina of Yeshua if you're willing to sing before Yeshua whoa look at those Jews Their faith came back. Or maybe their faith never left them. But now they're willing to celebrate. That's debilitating for the Goyim. And that, that debilitation or that fright made many non-Jews think about maybe we should convert. These Jews are special people. These Jews are special people. Amazing. Amazing people. Amazing people. So I don't know what to say. This capital 
of the Megillah has always troubled me. Esther was on the floor because it wasn't nice for Achashverosh to rescind the decree. Chazal say who Achashverosh was. Who Berishoi? Second Rashi in the Megillah. Who Berishoi? Mitchilas Saiviad Saifai. Don't give me the Baba Mises that you gave Homon's estate to Mordechai. Baba Mises. Forget the estate. Wipe out the decree, as Esther said to him. And when she said to him, what she say to him? What do you want to do? Sit here with Haman's wealth? What's it going to do for me if I have no family? What's it going to do for me if no Jewish nation? Not all the same Middish phrase. What are you doing here? So, in a way, I'd like to thank each and every one of you. The pressure of giving the shear and the schus of giving the shear last week led me to understand the part of the Megillah that was always a little bit, uh, I didn't have it clear. It was a little loose in my hands. I didn't get it clear. I'm saying a chiddush right now. If somebody could find it, I would really appreciate it. I'm saying a chiddush. But I think that the chiddush is, um, is, uh, is, sell- is sayable. There's no such word like that. But I think it's possible to say it. And to that I'd like to add, everybody knows me, who's over here at Shabbos morning, I'd like to add, I think that there is something for us to be able to do to change the world. I'm an optimist by nature, and I still am. What could we do to change the world? We could act the way a Jew is supposed to act. We should not be leading any movements unless they're God-based. Some of the best scientists in the world, some of the best mathematicians in the world, some of the best chemists in the world, and many of them have done that. We've had people who won the Nobel Prize, scientists who are from, from. What was his name from Eretz show? With an A, what was his name? No, I think he's still alive. No, come on, nobody knows. A few years ago, he won the Nobel Prize in, uh, uh, for the game theory, wasn't it? Game theory, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Akira Shashem! Person can wear a yarmulke. We can send out a message to the world. First thing we do is we fear God. First thing we do is we do God's will. Who knows what type of a, an effect that could have on a person? Jew and non-Jew alike. Corina Vishua Viola goes out. Mordechai walked out. I told you before with fill in, and some say with a talus with trellis on it. Oh yeah, he's a king. He's a viceroy. He's a king. He's our leader. He can be in the kingdom, and he can be talus and fill in. 
We should all be Zaycher Abayisai. Thank you all for coming. We should all be Matzliach. We should nifta sa the mab mesimcha. This Shabbos, I hope to give shir for women from five thirty to six fifteen, uh, from five o'clock to six forty-five, and for men from six forty-five, from five forty-five to six thirty. I'll repeat it one more time. Women is five o'clock to five forty-five. On what is the women's obligation in the midst of chayiv inish lebesume bepuya doliyada? And then from 5.45 to 6.30, what's the men's obligation? In the midst of Chai Vinish. Assume maybe the Puri, the other way in our home in the Baruch. Call to everybody at Slocha Rabbah.